Welcome to the Chip and Gary Tennis Show again. We're continuing with Coach Snyder, and uh, we just reminisced about Kevin Curran winning the NCAA and giving Coach his first NCAA championship as a coach with an individual player. And then it came back around again, and Johnny Levine almost got there in, what, mid-'80s maybe. And then, uh, or, and then Steve Bryan. Talk about Steve. Well, Steve's out of Katy. Uh, Texas, and uh, he and Alex O'Brien were big buddies and teammates, more or less, on Junior Davis Cup teams. And uh, I tried for Alex, but I didn't have much luck. His family, his dad, uh, wanted him to go to Stanford, and they, I, don't, I think he maybe got a scholarship, but they could afford it. And uh, I, I never did think Gould even knew what he was getting. I was, uh, I, I thought Alex was going be a great college player and he proved me right we only went singles and doubles later on but uh in steve's case he uh he was he was basically a ground stroker and and uh had a great two-handed backhand he could really hit one down the line to, uh for winners at times when there was an opening so anyway his his drive he went through the field pretty well, but he had a tough match against one of the San Diego State players, I think it was in the quarters, I I won't know all the names or remember, but uh, in the finals we played Jason Netter, we were playing out at Indian Wells out in California, and he uh, he was kind of, I think one of the first said, and and, uh, I'm trying, I can't remember if it was two out of three or three out of five, but I remember he got to the was trading serves and it was getting kind of tight because Jason was a good player and was hanging with him and um, he got down 540 at about 4 all or something like that and I thought oh my you know I could just see it's been uh, a turning point I had my assistant Edgar Gifting at the sidelines because he wasn't as nervous as I was he was good calm <laughs> steady Edgar is calm and steady I, and he good at analyzing things and uh, in a way I don't know if Edgar had anything to do with this but finally at 540 when it looked like this was pretty important and critical he win this serve and stay stay on top he darn if he didn't just serve and volley and he put two first volleys away and and then from then on he sailed on through and won the match and uh, we were really excited and uh, happy for him and then we had doubles team that same tournament, uh, Mitch Pachoka and, and uh, Michael Penman, they were in the finals. They knocked off, I think, maybe Stark and Palmer. Stark was a, was the guy expected to win going into the tournament. Jonathan beat, Stark from Stanford. Yeah, he beaten Steve in uh, our dual match prior to the singles and doubles tournament. And, uh, and Palmer was, you know, had been a top junior. They were a great doubles team. Anyway. We, I think maybe we were the ones that knocked them off in the semis, and uh, but uh, we weren't quite as lucky. They got beat in the finals, uh, Pittman and Machalka, but they they had some good wins to get there, and that was really a, I consider they overachieved as far as I consider. That's a pretty good but year, pretty good year. Credit, yeah, they, that was about as good as you could hope for, mm-hmm. and uh, they lost to a team from Cal Berkeley. Uh, so uh, I don't remember that names but it was a good tournament we won the singles and came back runner up doubles that's pretty that's pretty neat 
And you put 22 teams in the NCAAs, uh, 22 different years. So, so let's see, that would be 90. And then when, what year did you step down from coaching? 2000. I had 10 more years. So you had 10 more years of players. So you got to see a lot more after that. Who were some of the memorable players that you remember afterwards? I know there's so many that you're going to miss some. Well, later on, we end up, I haven't thought about too much lately, but uh, guys like Jack Brazenton and... and, uh, Oh, he was a great player, Jack Brazenton. Yeah, he was... And Dwayne Hawkins came on as my assistant after that and helped help me uh, help with recruiting. He was good, uh, young assistant coach. He'd come from Kentucky. He knew, he'd recommended him as a good possible replacement. He he, he really did a good job for us. Uh, you might have to help me along here a little bit. You remember any of those fellows yourself? Or you well, B.J. Stearns. His yeah, dad's. Jake came out of, you, you know, his family. It was a, his dad's a real tennis pro worker, Stan Smith, some, uh-huh. I think, uh, and some of the clinics or camps. Yeah. Uh, and who else, who, who, who was your assistant after Edgar left? Well, I mentioned uh, Dwayne Hawkins. I don't know if Oh, that's right. Happened. Dwayne was. There that's right. There a gap there, but I think. Uh-huh. Dwayne came on, and um, I get kind of thinking of one era, and I don't, I'm not, I have to kind of shift gears to think of that. I know, it's hard to shift gears on that, yeah. To, uh, so, we had some good teams. We were, continued to be top ten team, but I'm, I'm probably have to get a yearbook out or something and start thinking about some of these guys. Uh, then I look over on my uh, this All American uh, thing that I have, and it says Dave, it's signed by you, Dave Snyder, one of the years as ITCA president. How much that was the Intercollegiate Tennis Association president or vice president? How much work was that? Was that just a well, couple meetings a year, or was it a yeah, lot of well, work? Yeah, we had we do a lot of. Uh, David Benjamin got involved there, and. Uh, we were, we were, that was really before, this is what you call it, you know, I, uh, ITA or whatever today. We, we helped set up the ranking system, got it started, it's changed a lot. We set up national indoor singles and national indoor doubles. That was partly uh-huh. Sammy DeBalva down in Houston. Uh, and we did, uh, you know, involved in the, draws uh, at the tournament and deciding where the NCAA was going to be held. So it was, you know, those kind of things that had to be decided. Was we had sort of a committee, and, and uh, I was spending time on that. We had a tournament out here at Lakeway when Kevin won the year before, what year he won the NCAAs, 79. And uh, we, we got, that was a big little light, and I always felt kind of, funny about that and they gave us a 80,000 or something like that to put their name on it and I and drank or smoked so I, I felt funny about yeah. having a yeah. beer sponsor yeah. but uh, I guess they do that all the time today anyway that was part of uh, part of what went on while I was president but uh, like I say we had 
some good other coaches that were pitching and uh, Denny Schechter and some of these different ones around the country were involved. Uh, Bobby Bayless was always real helpful out of Notre Dame and different ones you knew you could count on. And uh, we, I, I was happy when David Benjamin was real. It was sort of a natural for that sort of thing. He was spent time uh, doing some of the types of things. It took time. He was an so, intelligent. He was an intelligent person. I don't, you know, yeah, I, he had a PhD, I think, and so forth. He well, was, you've got a PhD too. Now, not to say no, that you're not no, intelligent no. too, because we all <laughs> no, know how intelligent you are. But yeah, well, Coach, uh, I can't remember him either. But I, 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 I wanted to ask you, out of all the years, I mean, you know, probably seventy years of tennis. What, what, what are some of the most important things that tennis has given you? Well, as I mentioned, it, you know, of course, it, it was a chance for me to work with some great kids. And think, like I mentioned earlier, it, it just amazed me that how many of them, well, they, they graduated, they got to be sort of the thing you're supposed to do, and they did it. And, uh, and they, you know, they had such great uh, attitudes and, and end up having great lives, and they're still going strong. Mm-hmm. We had, you know, had kids that, really uh, married the right gals and did the right things. We had several pros around, uh, deputies in Dallas area. I mentioned pilot out in El Paso and Scott Stewart's been a real great fan and, and great of Texas and, and he's got a, he's over at Midland, done a wonderful job. Yes, he and, has. Uh, so we, you know, we've had some people in the pro business, but a lot of them have had several lawyers. And uh, that Chuck Fraser, <laughs> it was a doctor, he was a walk-on, but he's been a guy we've kind of pointed to, talked about him and Jeff Bush's two walk-ons that really were more nationally known for other, you know, other accomplishments. Yeah, yeah. Now, Chuck Fraser, if for listeners, that, that's the... Uh, the doctor that's kind of running the hospital there in Austin is saving Stuart Keller, one of my teammates, said I went through the hospital with him one day, just saving lives every day, you know, of children and doing things like that. That's that's kind of uh, impressive. And now, Jeb Bush, was uh, he was on your first team, wasn't he? He's one yeah. you didn't mention from your first team. That was a little bit of Bayless's idea. He, we needed a, we, he said, we got nine guys or something like that. We need one more. We call everybody, have somebody you can pair up on all, all the courts with a partner. So we end up, he, I said, he said, Jeff Bush, the next best guy around campus, won't you invite him? Let's have him come out. And so he was good enough to be played. And, uh, and he played once the matches. So, uh, Anyway, he was ended up, of course, running for governor. Won the governorship of Florida and was uh, ended up running for president. Yeah, well, he's and, yeah, and he's five and zero. Oh, I notice in the uh, back of the Texas uh, record book, he's got a thousand okay. percent winning percentage. And <laughs> okay, so I don't think I think that's going to be tough to beat. It will be hard to beat. Yeah, he's he, if he ever gets a. Another run at the presidency. We'll be we'll be rooting for him. <laughs> yeah. You know, if any if anybody can talk a coach into letting their buddy be on the team, it'd probably be Jim Bayless, wouldn't it? Well, he pretty he, he knows how to 
going on, I'll tell you that. He's, he's uh, talk about Jim Bayless a little bit. He was on your first team, and uh-huh. and uh, and he he went to Washington, didn't he? Well, yeah, he went to uh, SMU Law School and ended up back in Washington, D.C. Sort of, a, I think, kind of a lobbyist. Uh, I don't know. You'd have to, he'll tell you specifically. But went there with John Tower, working for John Tower originally. He had good connections. He, was, uh, he knew the Bushes and and uh, I think got the, got the team a chance to play on a White House court one that first year or so. First time we went to NCAA. So yeah, he he's well connected. He's wow, good. that's right. He's I've back, back in Austin now. He's back in Austin, and I saw a picture in his book with the uh, the White House picture, actually, with everybody has on, except President Bush, has on that beautiful white polo shirt with the Texas Longhorn head on it. It was, <laughs> it was uh, Bill Fisher and Jim and Graham Whaling, and who am I missing? Who was the other one that was up there? Dan Nelson. Dan Nelson. Yeah, the number one. Yeah. Yeah, of course. So that's a that that must have been a fond memory. So did, you didn't go to the White House though. You met them. No, it, was it I, at Princeton that year? Yep. Yep. Uh, it was. We. I've kind of forgotten. I think I was probably in Colorado and came that from that direction. And these guys all got in a car and took off. And <laughs> they might have played another tournament before, but they. They, uh, Bayless had it all wired so they could go through Washington, D.C. I guess it was on the way, or they made it on the way <laughs> to uh, Princeton, yeah. And we had pretty good, had a good team that year, even though, you know, I was just getting started. But they're very responsive, and, and uh, I kind of had to, you might say, change the culture a little bit. We'd probably practice a little harder and longer than Wilmer had. And, um, were taking it pretty seriously. In fact, uh, they kid because I, that we had maybe Sunday before the tournament it was predicted rain, and so I got them up about five thirty or six or something. I said, "Guys, just get out there on the court, make sure we hit some balls, get used to this. You know, this these courts before it rains." And so we were number one. We were first out on the courts uh, there on Sunday. I don't know if it rained later on or not. But the uh, tournament's going to be starting the next day, and I want them to get adjusted. So they they all, they remember the fact they lost sleep that morning. Did they tell you that they were going to be at the White House, or did they just kind of tell you that once you got well, once they got there? I don't, re- I don't remember the exact how you know exactly how that worked out. I I, I didn't. I thought it was kind of a neat thing. That was, you know, you like to have some other experiences besides just tennis and you, how many times you get to do that but uh, Never. I, wanted them, I wanted them to know why they why the school was paying their way back there too <laughs> so we had to be ready to play our be ready as we could be to play our matches when time came but I don't that was pretty that was pretty neat we did several things on trips where we you know went out of our way to see something that was educational or interesting something that they wouldn't normally get to do and that that was good as it gets yeah one thing i remember is when we were playing um lsu and going from ellis from southwest louisiana we stopped and watched pete maravich and the new orleans jazz play in the superdome uh against uh, some team but uh 
I think Jim Bayless may have won the consolations either that year or the year prior at NCAA. They used to do the, the I guess did they used to do a consolations at NCAA's. I guess they did. I won. You won it. I, I did. And, uh, <laughs> you, and, you and Jim got that in, in common. Yeah, we I got that in common. I didn't realize it. I'm sort of starting to wake up a little bit. Oh, uh, you, that, I didn't know there ever was. was one, of those, one of those later teams. He's a coach at OU, and uh, we had uh, that was a good pairing uh, and doubles Nick and and uh, was. He's the coach at Oklahoma, of course. Mm-hmm. Steve's the coach at uh, A&M. Steve Denton is, yes. Yeah. And you got you got the Oklahoma and A&M, so you've got Texas surrounded by your your yeah. proteges. In our conference, yeah. Well, you know, one thing that I will say, um, and maybe I'm a little biased, but it's kind of bears itself out, is that when Kevin Curran came to Texas, and he was, granted, it takes a while to play in the United States when you're in a foreign country and all of that, but Bill Fisher had matched points on him to see who went to the national indoors in the first year, and Steve and Steve Denton playing six, five, four, working his way up through the years, as Kevin did, because Kevin came and started lower and Later, like playing lower, I think, but uh, yeah. when he was it even when he was the best it player on the team. But yeah, yeah but uh, it's interesting that you you really developed those guys. I saw it, and that's well, they came pretty important. I don't know, I would, I, but we, you know, whatever. Uh, we, you know, we played a lot of tournaments and practice. Start. I always sort of felt like we were going to get players were just going to get better the way we organized our practice. We like to start off with some stretching and then but we kind of had drills where we hit certain shots to certain parts of the court and we end up playing uh, you know singles or maybe doubles one for one or the other and and but we play both singles and doubles usually about every day and end up with some type of conditioning that's just kind of skimming through it but but we kind of tried to hit all the shots and uh and we had, you know expected everybody to try hard and concentrate so it's kind of like good habits uh, every day yeah yeah well coaches another guy that played with Crow. I'm you know I'm stumbling into some of these names that I should should come off the top of my head you know who is um, that Paul Martin from oh, England. Paul Martin yes I think Paul Martin's doing some professional coaching on the ATP yep. tour right now yeah yes yes he was he's a big boy isn't he yeah and then I'm you sure. had Big tall Ian Williams from England. Yep. He was and, six uh, eight. And going back a little bit, Ian came in from uh, Harvard, and uh, Chad Clark was a star. He was number one or two in the country, two or three in the country. Yes, he was from Longview, country. Texas. From Longview, Texas. He uh, Scott Stewart had helped to encourage him to come to Texas. He was about to go to LSU with Jerry Simmons, and. Um, he was really up there high ranked and he played with Trey Phillips and they got to the finals of NCAA we had four NCAA Trey and Trey and Chad did boy that's a tough team right there now Trey Phillips could play some tennis he could he could hit the ball hard he's a big boy he could he's a good he, he was you know I tried to 
took a day or two to see if I could get him to hit normal <laughs> ground strokes, and because uh, he he had a weird grip, real western. Yeah, yeah, he really and, whacking. Uh, he could almost hit a forehand, backhand, same grip. <laughs> and uh, I, after about two or three days of hitting the fence or something, he uh, he couldn't keep it in. Anyway, I said, just do it your way. He just, you know, he was. Uh, He's okay that way. He just looked different, and but he got the ball where it needed to go, and they were really a good team. Uh, that was uh, we had some we had some good results uh, in doubles, and and uh, never could quite win one. But I mentioned Machoka, and, and well, of course, going back to you and and Kevin and and uh, Steve and Kevin and Charles and, and Royce, Charles and Royce, and then Henman and uh, Machoka. And- Wow. Yeah. So we had some teams, uh, Clark uh, and Chad and, and uh, Trey Phillips were, they were good. I, they could have won. I mean, it was, you know, it was close enough. Just one of those little tight ones. Yeah. That's, that's the way it goes. <laughs> Win a few and lose a few. Well, you know, but they're all nice guys. Every time I see Trey, he's got that big smile on his house, hat on his face, and those cute little girls, and wearing a big old bow tie and a smile. But uh, how many? How many? How many of the? Let's see. Who was from Austin that played? Let's see. How many uh, of the Nelson's originally in Byfield. Nelson's Byfield. Weekend. Uh, yeah. John Weekend was well. Yeah. John was living in San Antonio when he played on the team. Or, we count him as Austin, and then Trey. Yeah. Uh, and Paul later on, and then Paul, uh, Paul. Yeah, Paul. John, the young one. Yeah, we we had we had some Texas guys. A, a kid out of uh, trying to take the kid out of uh, Kerrville, but he won't probably won't come to me. But uh, we had some we had some Texas kids. Okay. Quite, we are. We wanted to get the best Texas kid if we could. And if we couldn't, you know, and we didn't think anyone was quite good enough to really help us, then we started moving out from there. Yeah, yeah. I was just wondering if later on, besides Trey, if there were any other Austin players on the team, you know, specifically from Austin, because I don't remember too many of them. Yeah. He was probably Uh, the best. I'm not thinking of anybody immediately. But, uh, it, uh, well, Coach, what's what's going on with you now? You playing you and you and Coach Woods playing some ping pong, or yeah, we doing? play ping pong twice a week if we can, and uh, we play. I play golf two or three times a week, depending on the weather. Yeah, and uh, there's some activities. I'm here in a retirement center. There's a lot of activities. My wife takes partakes more gets to more of the book club meetings and things like that than I do but she she's uh, real active and I'm pretty active I guess I have entertainment in the evening and it's, it's it's a good life she doesn't have to cook as much yeah and uh, have somebody come and help clean up once a, once a week and stuff like that as far as housekeeping so yeah. we're doing okay well coach thanks again for joining me on the podcast and uh I'll be talking to you again soon. Fine. Thank you. You did a great job. Appreciate it. Well, thanks, Coach. We'll see you. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.